Welcome to Warren Radio with your hosts, the Watchman Dana Smith and Tower. Thanks for listening. Greetings in the name of the Lord and welcome to Warren Radio. I'm Tower here with the Watchman and we are glad you joined us. Please send all your prayer requests and correspondence to us through our contact page at warn-usa.com. You can find Warren Radio on Truth Social, MeWe, Parlor, CloudHub, Getter, Tumblr, and Linktree. You can listen and download our shows by going to warn-usa.com and danaglinsmith.com. And you can also find Warren Radio on the following website streamers, Blueberry, iHeartRadio, iTunes Player, Apple Podcast, Spreaker, Stitcher, TuneIn, Google Play M- Music, Warren Radio Visions on Blog Talk Radio, Podcast Addict, CastBox, Google Podcast, Anchor, Deezer, Podchaser, and Verbal. And do not miss these posts on warn-usa.com and danaglinsmith.com. Do not miss this post. Credulity, Choices, and Consequences Just because you live in America doesn't mean you really know what is the real truth or what is true. Do not miss this post. Goodness of the Lord in the Land of the Living Goodness of the Lord in the Land of the Living A great phrase. It is one that many might mistake for those living in America with no threat of violence or trouble against a believer in our Lord. In the latest post on warn-usa.com Do not miss this post. Gospel Mission, Faith, and Testimony of Jesus Christ on Classic Warn Radio. Gospel Mission Faith and Testimony treks through cyberspace to bring you Christianity's cost, miraculous deliverance, and people who have experienced the front lines of death and walked away. Do not miss this post, We Die Too, Isaiah's Prophetic Book, Part 40 on Battle Lines. While giving credence to God's light, to God lightly in the temple, their blasphemies and sins are egregious, egregious. Yet God seeks to bring them back to Him. They honor Him with their lips, but deny Him in their actions. Their hearts are far from Him. Do not miss this post. Revolutionary Revelation Redemptive Inheritance of the Saints, Part 2. Revolutionary Revelation is Part 2 of our series, Redemptive Inheritance of the Saints, a classic worn radio episode. And be sure to get your copy of The Rising by the watchman Dana Glenn Smith. The Rising is a Christian fiction thriller. There's danger and intrigue. Dark forces are plotting. The nation is at risk. Can Mac save the United States? So be sure to get your copy of that. And you can get it by going to warn-usa. I'm sorry, danaglinsmith.com. And also sign up for the WIBR Warren Radio Newsletter on Dana Glenn Smith and you can visit our Christian bookstore and resource shop where we feature The Rising of course and other Christian books as well as resources from our Vision Media. And now I welcome in the Watchman. You're listening to Warren Radio on the WIBR Warren Radio Network. Don't forget to visit our websites at warren-usa.com and danaglinsmith.com. And also follow us on Twitter, find us on Instagram, 
and join us on LinkedIn. Greetings, Dana. How are you doing tonight? I'm doing good. How are you doing? Oh, I'm doing great. I'm glad to be here as always. Well, here we are, 98 degree weather. Actually, it was 100. Our thing on the porch said it was 110, 115. I can't remember. I don't think it got really got that hot no, just it, on the porch. No, it never is, but it always. I even bought a, another, you know, big thermostat for out there. Yeah. It does the same thing. <laughs> when it gets up around 100, that thing just shoots to 115 or 110. That's what it feels like out there, it says. (laughs) Yeah, well, I'll tell you. I ought to get an egg and put it on the cement and see if it cooks it. I'll bet it would. You could probably put it on tinfoil and it would cook. Yeah, I bet it would. Yeah, well, at any rate. At any rate, we got another warm day tomorrow, and then she cools down a little bit. We are in the latter part, uh, you know, well, almost. We're in the middle of of August. Heading to September. I don't like, you know, where where did summer go? Yeah, that's right. I want to know. Well, at any rate, we're going to be up front with American Destiny. And uh, this is an article from warn-usa.com. And uh, warn-usa.com, danaglennsmith.com has a lot of in-depth Christian articles, and uh, I write them, every one of them, and I have written thousands, literally. So I encourage you to go by our websites at warren-usa.com, danaglennsmith.com, to read these articles. Our Warren radio shows are also featured at warren-usa.com. And we have uh, a special podcast uh, uh, app on our website over at Dana Glenn Smith where you can uh, catch them on that. But this one is American Destiny Hate-Driven Rebellion. And, you know, the biggest thing about this tower and and I don't know if I've got this excerpt in there. But, you know, when you talk about hate, you and I know what we're talking about in this country. Oh, for sure. It's horrible. And many Americans do. If you're an American and you have no idea about the hate-driven rebellion and and the division in this country, then you're blind or dead. And uh, I start this article out saying, I believe our forefathers knew that this nation would face such times. I believe they did. I knew, you know, I believe absolutely that they knew the challenges that this Republic, and they chose a republic on purpose because they all knew how bad a democracy was. And that was in their own words when they're talking about a democracy. But we look over the hate, and we can see the hate years ago. We can reflect how much worse it is today. We saw what Antifa and BLM do and have done. But when we look at America today, hate is at the wheel. You just take that that prosecutor in New York that's been hounding Trump. And she literally campaigned on taking down Trump. That's right, she did. Now, this is the kind of hate and stupidity that I don't like. And, you know, this article points to the fact that we are careening towards an inescapable truth. For many today, it is damn the freedom and full speed ahead. That comes from a movie, damn... The Torpedoes? Yeah, 
torpedoes and pull speed ahead. They had run out of torpedoes. They had trouble, so they were going to ram the ship. And uh, it comes from a World War II movie. But at any rate, American destiny, hate-driven rebellion. You know, the biggest thing here is this. Is hate our destiny in America? And that's what this article really is discussing and bringing out. And, you know, there is God's love. So it's important for you to get a good look at this. So go by warn-usa.com, danaglinsmith.com, and look for American Destiny Hate-Driven Rebellion. And ask your question, you know, is hate the unavoidable result of what's happening in America? Are we going to just hate no matter what? Well, I hope not. Me too. I am, I am frankly sick of everything that I'm seeing. It's very sad. It is. Now, we're going to another one. This is on a health care lawsuit settlement. This happened some time ago, and Liberty Council is the one that carried it out, that went to court over it. And uh, the health care workers, you, you remember that tower, don't oh, I you? I do. Where they all got fired for not giving a COVID shot? Yeah. Well, Liberty Council is the one that took it to court for him, and uh, CBN covered this, um, and actually, it's uh, Liberty Council via CBN <laughs> because uh, you know Liberty Council is the focus of the article and what happened. But yeah. 10.3 million dollar settlement in the nation's first of its kind class-wide lawsuit. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, it is great. And that was North Shore University Healthcare System. And it was on behalf of more than 500 current and former health care workers who were unlawfully discriminated against and denied religious exemptions from the COVID shot mandate. Now, they did the same thing in the military, and that is under litigation and things, too. And I hope they win. And uh, so, you know, the bottom line of it is, is that this needs to be now the president, uh, Horatio G. Mayhit, or Myatt, uh, well, at any rate, he said, we are very pleased with this historic $10 million settlement achieved in our class action lawsuit against North Shore University Health System. The drastic policy change and substantial monetary relief required by the settlement will bring a strong measure of justice to North Shore's employees who were callously forced to choose between their conscience and their jobs. Now that's the biggest thing right there. These people who are forcing this. And remember COVID. You remember this is the Biden administration that was pushing this. This settlement should serve as a strong warning to employers across the nation that they cannot refuse to accommodate those with sincere religious objections to forced vaccination mandates. So North Shore is going to pay over $10 million to compensate hundreds of those health care employees. Oh, yeah, good. Because we, right. should, we should not have that stuff forced upon us. We should have a right to choose whether we want the vaccination or not. And this thing also provides for a number of accommodations. And uh, you can go on over to uh, CBN and look that, do a search for that. But uh, the bottom line of it is, is that uh, the employees who were terminated because of the religious refusal will be eligible for rehire if they apply within 90 days of the final settlement approved by the court. And they'll retain their previous uh, seniority 
level. Oh, that's good. Yeah. I mean, this is really a good settlement. It is. And I was not very happy with what happened in this country. Especially health care workers. You don't want to get rid of them or any of the first responders. And I think of the military. You know, right. leave, them, leave them alone. But, you know, I was in the military. And when we went to basic, you know, especially in basic, you know, you... Okay, we're going down. You're going to get shots. Boom. I mean, that's it. There was no argument. There was no argument with anything. So, but see, this is different. This is a pandemic thing. And, you know, there is that religious exemption. You know, it's just like when we talk about the Second Amendment or any other amendment. Those aren't ifs. Those are for sure. And we have people, including judges and lawyers, who treat, you know, the Bill of Rights as if it's uh, the Bill of Maybes. And it's about time this country, with all of its, you know, weirdo socialism and Marxist avenues get out of the way and stop messing with our constitution so at any rate I mean there's a lot of talk about this stuff uh, in a lot of ways so we're we're glad of that and uh, are you ready for yours yes okay this is Nigeria and unfortunately we have to write this um read or tell of this tragedy from Nigeria. There is so much tragedy and wrongdoing against the Christians in Nigeria that it seems like every week we report on them and it's it's very tragic. And this story comes to us from Morningstar News and it's Nigeria because of the gospel. And James Salah a coordinator for ECWA's Evangelical Missionary Society, which is EMS, reported that among six pastors slain was a Reverend Ezra Shamika. And please ask God to comfort his family. He was killed. He was one of the missionary or pastors killed on June 26, 21st in Musa and his an area of the Kaduna State. So please ask God to comfort the family of the late Reverend Ezra. And he was shot dead by the terrorists. And then the terrorists kidnapped his wife, and they have not had any contact as far as we know. Mac Phillips, another EMS coordinator, said that that 15 women and 5 men were also abducted in the June 21st attack. And it was about 7 a.m., and one of the missionaries was leading a prayer meeting when herdsmen stormed the village, killing and destroying anything in sight. The armed terrorists stormed the prayer house, met them praying, and opened fire on the missionary. The herdsmen then abducted all the women in the church and many other men and women in the community and left. And Phillips asked to, for continued prayer for God's protection upon our missionaries, who are constantly in the line of fire, yet they have remained courageous to continue serving the Lord in various mission fields. And on July 5th, there was um, Reverend Adamu killed, and he left behind a wife and seven children. And Paul said in Romans that nothing shall be able to separate us from the love of God. As long as hell and heaven exist, the gospel must thrive. And that's what James Salah stated. And he said Pastor Nehemiah Ezekiel was killed in um, an attack on April 5th. And Philip said other pastors... There was like three others were also killed for their faith this year. And to preach the gospel for us is 
to die. To be safe is to stop preaching the gospel, Phillips told Morningstar News. It's a choice we all have to make. For us, we choose the former. The gospel in Nigeria cannot be preached without casualties. Our lives are increasingly on the line, but nothing compares to the excellency of sharing the gospel to a dying world without Christ. And that that's right. It's it's tragic. These these deaths are tragic. And and Philip says we mourn every day for these tragedies. We remain resolute with our weapons of love and peace, knowing that the battle before us is a mopped up operation. Because of the resurrection we have won. And that's true. And so many of the mission fields across the region are increasing are increasingly facing threats of attack from terrorists and herder bandits and kidnapped syndicates who continue to terrorize residents. As the security situation in the country continues to deteriorate, our missionaries are facing increasingly grave danger. And in 2022... The world watch list of countries where it is most difficult to be a Christian, Nigeria jumped to seventh to seventh place, its highest ranking ever, from number nine the previous year. So now they're in seventh place. Isn't that something to be proud of? Well, you know, it's so tragic. It is, and like you said, you know, Nigeria. You know, they have people in the news all the time. You know. Seems like every week. Yeah, it, I would say probably, you know, pretty much every week. But every day people are getting killed over there. Oh, I know. Every day. And But some of this is just absolutely apostolic. To preach the gospel for us is to die. Yeah. To be safe is to stop preaching the gospel. I have nothing but love and admiration for these people. Oh, I know. Because of what they're doing. I mean, they've, they've got it. I mean, staying safe in America in a big uh, ritzy church, having a nice job and a big vehicle and having everything. And what they care about is winning the lost for the Lord. That's the most important thing, and that's what it should be in all of our lives. Well, you know, and the purpose we cover these is to let you know what's going on, to inform you. And the second thing is to get you to pray for them and all of the persecuted church overseas. And also, if you can, find a ministry with boots on the ground. You know, Barnabas Aid, International Christian Concern, Open Doors, uh, Samaritan's Purse, uh, CBN has people on the ground. I mean, find somebody that you can support and you're given money for them to directly help the persecuted church overseas. Because they need help. They need food, clothing, shelter. They need to be relocated many times. There are many, many needs. And they also provide animals, you know, for them to have a living, to grow, you know, to to have food. I mean, we take everything for granted over here, it seems. We do. I, I think you're right. We do. And we're sitting over here playing uh, patty cake with this, these knuckleheads that are trying to turn America into a Marxist state, you know. And and all of that is just the effects of the devil in this country in America. You know, darkness and wickedness and godlessness is all over in America right now. I mean, talking about not safe to preach the gospel in uh, Nigeria, 
It's not safe to preach the gospel on the streets in our cities today. No, you can get thrown in jail for that. Well, you can get beat up. You can get killed. You know, I know of several stories of preachers. One of them was in uh, Seattle. And it was when they made that camp down there, and he went down there to preach and stuff. And they beat the living tar out of him. Yeah. I remember that. When BLM and Antifa were yep. trying to destroy Seattle. Well, you know, and I, I've seen something today that um, there was uh, somebody from Minnesota, and they said it's time to get law back in Minnesota because it's lawless. Yeah, that's right. And and there there are, you know, there there's a number of states that are just pure lawless. New York and uh, you can take New York City, but not the entire state. You can take California, every bit of it. And you can take Chicago. I mean, we can name them off here, but you know, so when we look at northern Nigeria, uh, it just makes me sick when I read this stuff. All these people want to do, you know, many of them, is just, they have their little churches they go to. And they take their kids and they're all in one room building and uh, then these extremists attack them. And, uh, you know, it's easy to find the Christians on Sunday. They're in their churches. And we need to teach these Christians to do it other times, but uh, to find a way to get away from being discovered. But when Christians get together, they're going to sing, Tara, Tower. That's right. You know, they're going to want to sing. They yeah. want to rejoice. And worship the Lord. Yeah. And that's noisy. If you get in a <laughs> Pentecostal shout down, Tower and I have been in a few of those, haven't we? We have. And we've been in the Benny Hinn meetings, the Rod Parsley meetings. We've been in the David Wilkerson meetings. And I'll tell you, one of the greatest things is find a good old gospel song and sing your heart out. I love all the old hymns. Oh, man, I do, I too. I miss them. They don't do those in the churches anymore. So and, they and don't sing them. Dear God in heaven, we need, to, we need to get back to this stuff. And we need to help the brethren overseas. Absolutely, positively. And uh, so at any rate, I also want to remind you to go on over to warren-usa.com, danaglennsmith.com. We are getting a lot of people that are following all the articles and everything by using the WordPress app. And you can find us on WordPress. And we have a lot of people that follow us on that. So uh, check it out. And uh, we got a new remake on warn-usa.com. And uh, we need you to visit us, read the articles, tell your people about it. And also, you know, we do this to get the gospel out. And uh, years ago, we had, I had a lot of news articles, and a lot of things were going on. And I remember the day the Lord spoke to me about everything. And I was doing interviews, and we had pretty good interview process going. And uh, he said, I didn't call you to do interviews. So now today, we do teaching the gospel, preaching the gospel, and we're doing the advocacy show. This is what we do today. And so, we also write books. So anything you can do to join in and help your brethren overseas... We bless you for it. And if you haven't heard of my book, The Rising, go on over to my our websites. We got some articles, I mean some ads over there. Click on them and you'll find out more. 
get the book The Rising by Dana Glenn Smith. There are some surprising things in it that are relevant to what's happening today. Now we're talking about the Palestinians. You know, um, <clears throat> this thing has been, you know, politicized to the point that it's just laughable. You know, uh, I remember when Arafat was the first one to run the whole thing over there. Mm-hmm. And, you know, before the Palestinians moved in over there, or before they got their own strip known as the Gaza Strip and everything, there was some Israeli businesses that were set up there and I can't remember what this one did but it was well equipped and everything they left the thing totally they told them what they can do and the Palestinians went in there and gutted it destroyed it and everything instead of using it to make money with right I remember that and from the beginning Arafat preached and taught their children uh, blood hatred for the Jews the Palestinians and Gaza Strip have been pushing blood hatred all these years. And uh, this week, this last week, uh, they're trying to get some more, you know, of course, this is when Hamas, who rules the Gaza Strip now, they're making war against Israel, and that's the only thing they know. They they do get money from Iran, and Iran has been approached by Biden. And so this is how it works, because Biden is weak, the Democrats are liberal, and anything Trump did, they want to undo. So they undid everything. And in the process, they've screwed it up. And so now we're back to warring with the Gaza Strip. Well, Israel sent in, after a while, because of so many rockets were coming from Hamas, they sent in some of their forces in there, and they did take out a lot of the lead people that were in charge over there. But one of the conservative leaders, I believe, actually approached the Palestinian people in Gaza and all those involved and said you know there is another way you don't have to make war we can work with you and help you and see the thing of it is the Gatestone Institute ran an article from the viewpoint of the residents of the Gaza Strip. See, in 2006, there was an election over there, and they voted for Hamas. And so, anybody that, after they got elected, wanted to change it, are brutally crushed by Hamas. That's not... That's horrible. And so... Um, there was one guy that July 28th of this year tweeted out in all the countries of the world you pay taxes for the services that the state provides you except for us in return there's no hospitals no education no electricity no water no public utilities not even rodent control Oh, that's horrible. We want to live is another cry. Because the people, the Palestinian people, are crushed and exhausted. It's a cry against taxes, extortion, repression, and corruption. Now, what does this sound like? Marxism. Yep. Sounds like a dictatorship. 
So this is the Gaza Strip. You want to read more, go to gatestoneinstitute.org. And so, you know, that's just a mess over there. It is. Unbelievable. But, But Arafat was a jerk from the beginning. And you see, the thing of it is, there was always the Palestinians, there, there was always these people over in Gaza. These are the same people. There were Christian churches over there and everything. And now everybody has been under the repression of Hamas, and now Hamas is all built up to make war against Israel. And they managed to get money and rockets to fight Israel. Well, a bunch of Palestinians that want peace there are not going to be able to throw off Hamas. It's a mess over there. Yeah, they're living in poverty. You know? What are they going to... It is a freaking mess. It's sad. But there's... And you know... The Gaza Strip is home to some 2 million Palestinians. I didn't realize there was that many people there. Well, you'd think 2 million of them could get together and get rid of this stupid-ass Hamas. But see, Hamas, these, these people are like this. And all they want to do, they got that blood hatred. They do. Cain slew Abel, and he had that hatred and jealousy. It's just, it's really, it's really disgusting. I I would like to see the Palestinian people taken care of, Hamas removed, Iran stopped from, uh, Backing them. Backing them. Well, it wouldn't be bad if Iran would give them food and clothing and shelter, help them get a legitimate, uh, a law enforcement there instead of a bunch of thugs who want to start war with Israel. Instead of destruction. Yeah. But see, this is not going to be the way it is. We know it. In the end of days, we know the characteristics. It's just too bad. It but is. You're I not, feel for them. You're not going to build anything by making war. And just like in America, you're not going to have a safe America by hating all the time. That's right. And see, Joe Biden, the only thing he did was get rid of everything that Trump did. If Biden would just shut up, done his job as far as following, just let the border alone and everything else, they'd have been better. But, you know, we are in that end of days that is chaotic. And, boy, we got chaos. We sure do. Manipulation at the highest levels. You know, this Wuhan thing is not going to go away. Nope. I've been seeing this again on social media. And uh, many people continue to believe that COVID-19 was manipulated in the lab, intentionally unleashed on the world. Now, that, that's not something new. That has been, a, you know, people have always believed that, but it's that's going right. up. But see, then we came out with monkeypox. And I, and I can't think, I can't remember if it's Malone or not. but Dr. Malone? Yeah, Dr. Malone. But, I, and I was thinking it's an Israeli lab that connected monkeypox to a side effect of COVID. Really? Yeah. That's interesting. And there's a lot of hook and crook in this, too. Because there was stuff about, you know, the recent uh, vaccinations they got ready for it. A lot of this stuff has already been done quite a while ago. 
And they just now dug it out of the woodwork and, you know, made it official. But you see, there's a lot of this stuff coming from everywhere. And uh, the former House Intelligence Committee chairman, Peter Hoekstra, um, who wrote a study about this, he's one of the authors, he says, when you research the virus scientifically, you understand very clearly that this thing did not evolve out of nature. There's a lot of evidence that says most likely this came out of the lab. <laughs> and it's not from tainted bat meat in the Wuhan wet market. Now, remember, that's what they told us. Right. Now, see, when I heard it, I didn't think about it. You know, I mean, it sounded weird to me that it came out of tainted bat meat. But if you have a dog that has rabies and you eat a hunk of that dog, you're going to get rabies. So I want to ask you a question. So it the monkeypox is a result of COVID or is it a result of the vaccination? The COVID vaccination. Well, you know, if, if you ask me what you're doing, I would say... It came out of uh, the shot, okay. but on the other thing, on the other hand, we know that COVID in itself, because of the way that shot, you, you know, when we say about having COVID, we're talking about the COVID shot itself, which has um, a lot of creepy things in it. Yeah, and that are uh, not natural. That are not natural. And it's got these uh, uh, certain properties to it that it does cause trouble. And we've seen a lot of people drop dead. I've seen another thing today, and I'm seeing it all the time. A 16-year-old boy was riding his bicycle and dropped dead. Good grief. He just dropped dead. And we see this on the field, young kids. And why? Because they're, they're getting the COVID shot. You know, and that's one thing they said about this. You know, Joe, when they said that he had the COVID, he had it one day, the next day he didn't, then he had it again, then he didn't. He had it several times. <laughs> I, I'm not laughing about that. I'm laughing because I think they were using it to try and keep him locked up because he's um, has his dementia. He's so far gone that well, they're trying to keep him out of public. Well, he's supposed to be triple vaxxed, you know, but the thing of it is, is that that shot affects some people. Matter of fact, I would say it affects a lot of people, but there's some people it doesn't have that effect to it. Who knows? Maybe it's made his dementia worse. I don't know. So at any rate, you know, we're still dealing with the covid we're still trying to get truth on everything, and it is, and, and it's, uh, of course, it's connected to WHO, which is a Tedros World Health Organization. The World Health Organization is connected to the WEF, the World Economic Forum, headed by Klaus Schwab. All of them are buddies with the United Nations, and all three of these are looking to put in the Agenda 2030 of the UN. As a matter of fact, I've got the paper here, and I've read it. I haven't read that. I've read, uh, actually, Robert Malone's uh, report. And he's the doctor that uh, is the expert on all this. And uh, he said he read it, and it was terrifying. He, he read the whole report of the Agenda 2030. And, of course, that goes clear back to the point... You know, a long time ago, so... 1992. Yep. When they were started putting in this into place, getting that agenda ready. Yeah. And we still don't want it. That's right. Yeah, because I, I had some quotes from some of the leaders back in the 90s who said, we're going to have a new world order whether you like it or not. 
And the other thing they said, we're going to control everything. And you're going to do what we say, because if you don't, we're going to cut off your uh, account. And you won't be able to buy anything, sell anything, or do anything. You're going to starve to death, and you won't even have a home. That's right. So today, guess what? They want to have a global currency. Biden's talking about getting rid of the dollar. They want to do all this because they want you to take their viruses and their shots. They want you to be obedient. And, uh, you know, I mean, if you die from a bad shot, you know, you're just, that's fine. Go ahead and die. We don't care. We don't care. You know, that's what, they don't care. And, uh, of course, we know where the history of the one, you know, when we talk about a currency, we talk about you can't buy or sell without the mark that goes into revelation and as a christian believer we all know about these things or most of us do so there's no way on god's earth we're going to listen to you no matter who you are you know put it bluntly screw you and the horse you came in on we don't want your vaccine. We don't want your mark. We don't want your one world currency. We don't want you ruling over us. Yeah. Go jump somewhere else, but leave this place alone. But see, the politicians, the ones that are going to do you the worst harm are the politicians. Most of them are corrupt. Nancy Pelosi came out the other day. You heard of this, that she says China is the only country in the world that's so free the the freest country in the world well good then um let her go there i think she should pack her bags and take up residence in china and of course pelosi has been in congress forever and she is filthy rich now joe biden has been in congress forever and he's filthy rich you look at the longest ones that's been in congress the ones that i know they have a ton of money. Now, where did they get all that money? Hmm. Well, they didn't get it without having some help, I can tell That's you. That's right. And all these liberal Soros appointees, how did they get in there? And how did they get the money to run all of a sudden? Well, they got it from George Soros. And why doesn't somebody do anything about George Soros? Because we have Nancy Pelosi. There was a nice, fine picture with Nancy Pelosi side by side George Soros. So this is corrupt from George Soros all the way down to our political establishment in Washington, D.C. And the way they treat Donald Trump, you know that this whole thing is a pile of snakes, a, a pit of snakes and vipers. And they That's need right. to be cleaned out. Definitely the swamp. Yeah, it stinks. You ready? This is another one from Nigeria, by the yes, way. Yes, but this is a good story, believe it or not. They're, um, Nigerian women rescued. They had been kidnapped, raped, traumatized, and now they are safe. And three Nigerian Christian women kidnapped as teenagers by Boko Haram, Islamic terrorists from a school in Chibok eight years ago, have been found. They were recovered with their children by the Nigerian army during operations against Boko Haram in Borno State between June 27th and July 25th. Ruth Bittress, 24, and her child were rescued from the terrorists' Yukuba camp in Sambesia Forest. Hantatu Musa, 26, and her two children and Kuna Luka, 25, with one child, were recovered in Bama local government area. And Major General Wadi Shabu said the woman and their children were given medical checkups and treatment. Arrangements are being made for them to be reunited with her families. That is just, it makes me emotional. I'm so thankful that they been rescued and they're going to be able to be reunited with their families and um, reporters said the women looked traumatized and they thanked the military for their rescue and 
Boko Haram had abducted 276 girls, and most of them were Christians, from the government girls' secondary school in um, Chibok in April of 2014. Around 165 girls have um, have escaped, been rescued, or released. And the girls reported being whipped by their captors to force them into marriage, while a group of Christian girls experienced a mock execution for refusing to convert to Islam. And in June of this year, 2022, the military recovered two other women kidnapped from the Chibok school. One was Mary Duda, reveal, and she revealed they were starved and beaten by their captors. And she added, I am so happy to be back. So remember to pray for healing and comfort for Ruth, Hantu, and Kuna, that they will recover fully from the trauma of their captivity and ask that they will be reunited with their families and that their needs and the needs of their children will be met and pray for the other Chibok women that are still being held by the kidnappers that they will soon be released and be able to return to their families. I'm, I'm glad to hear this good news out of Nigeria. Well, you know, the Sambesia Forest is where they took them all. Right. And they did have some operations to go after them there. That didn't work so well. I, and there was some things about uh, how hard it is to find them there. But, uh, you know, we've been following the Boko Haram and the Chai Box for a long time. That's right. We're still waiting for the release of Leah Sherabu. Yeah, and she's in there somewhere. And uh, some reports have her still alive. Uh, last time I heard, she had two kids. Maybe she has more than that now. But these guys, when they when they take all these young girls, they're planning on impregnating them making them their wives no choice they're horribly treated you know it's just you can't even believe how bad that is for them and thank God you know that they got out of there well I'm thankful but you know, I mean, how long ago was it, anyway? In 2014, eight years ago. And Leah uh, Sherabu, she was, uh, you know, th- th- there's people that's connected to her that knew her, and those girls escaped, and they said that uh, she was uh, kind of looked upon as, you know, uh, kind of a prophetess there. And the girls looked up to her because she was strong in the faith. So I hope and pray that she's still alive and she can get with her parents. The thing of it is, is if they keep messing around, their parents may not be around. Oh, I know. Because at the time, we were reporting what they were releasing, which was after a while, um, you know, some of these parents, you know, some of them had died. So that makes a, you know, I can't even imagine that. Well, yeah, dying of a, because they were so traumatized about having their children kidnapped by such an evil, wicked group of people. The radical Islamists. Now this story comes from BarnabasFund.org. Uh, we call them Barnabas Aid. Barnabas Aid and Barnabas Fund are the same. And uh, Barnabas Aid is, is a good organization. So you can go to BarnabasFund.org and uh, you can go there and 
donate, you can read more stories. You know, this is uncomfortable. Yes, it is. You know, and of course, it is Boko Haram. At the time when it went on, this was years ago when we reported on it, that Boko Haram had trained the Polani and got them to attack Christians to get land back. And they were living in peace side by side. Yeah. The herdsmen and the Christians. And that's what happened when you have somebody wicked and evil like Boko Haram. Now, <clears throat> you know, the, the Fulani, which is the number one group that kills Christians today, they're outdoing themselves. But the Fulani are a pretty big group of people. And they're not all of the Fulani are radicals that go around killing people. So that that's something to understand. And Nigeria, you know, it has a history not of having this kind of thing. You know. But I remember the day many, many years ago when David Wilkerson was alive and he prophesied of a difference with uh, the Muslims around the world that they would start rising up even more than they used to. Do you remember that, Tower? Yep. And and he warned about it. He even had a prophecy at it and he and he had a teaching on it out of Revelation. That's a good man there. His son is still doing the preaching for him and handling all that. But uh we need to hear from the churches and the Christians in America. We need to stand up in this country. And we also need to stand up for the persecuted church and pray for them. Because if the shoe was on the other foot and America was a mess, I mean, it's a mess now, but if America was like Nigeria, you would want some Christian aid group to come in and help you. And people to be praying for you. That's right. And so if the shoe was on the other foot, yes, you would want it. And uh, we give you these stories, and we always tell you to support these people. That's why we tell you who they are. So be sure to take care of that pray for them and we're coming down to the hour you want to say a few words sure I just thank you everyone for joining us whenever you do we love you and we always hope the best for you in the Lord we pray for you and we ask that you pray for your brethren around the world and pray for us Stay safe and be careful and look to the Lord in all your situations, good or bad. He is there for you. He will give you peace. He will make a way for you. And your circumstances are always subject to change. We love you. Good night, everybody. Don't forget to go to warn-usa.com, danaglinsmith.com. Check out the articles on our websites. And read them, pass them along to your friends. Listen to the shows. Go into our Christian bookstore and get a copy of my book, The Rising by Dana Glenn Smith. You'll also find our other book in the series, Steal the Darkness. So until next time, stay safe, be blessed, take care of yourselves, and pray for the persecuted church. Shalom, everybody. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Warren Radio.
With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.